Namaskar, I'm Dada Veda Pragyananda, or some people call me Dada Veda, and today I'm going to do a, a short talk on a, a very important topic, actually, although it's, it's ancient, it's, it's, it's as modern as you can get. We're talking about the victory of truth over falsehood. This is an ancient story, and recently, um, the reason why I'm addressing the topic now is because recently there was a a holiday in India celebrated Diwali or Deepavali. Um, that's another name for the same thing. It's called the Festival of Light. And it's a festival of um, good over evil, basically. That's what it is. You know, It's celebrated in different ways. Some people from, in the Hindu tradition think it's, it means when um, the, the King Ram returned after exile, you know, and there's, in his up and down story of good versus evil. But in any case, it's the story of of how good triumphs over evil, and that's what Deepavali is supposed to be about. Now the question comes, why in these stories good triumphs over evil? And the question also comes, does truth prevail over falsehood, good over evil, in the real world as it is? So according to my teacher, Sri Sri Anandamurti, he says yes, that actually is See, it's not just that the, the guys who wrote the story, um, they wanted to give a happy ending, but there's some inherent truth in the idea that, that good will prevail and that those who keep an honest and straight path will prevail over the crooked. So how does that work? I want to try to explain it spiritually. So first I'll read a little bit about um, what my guru says about this in, in a book called Ananda Vachanam Ritam, part four. He said, those who know Brahma, the embodiment of bliss, no longer fear anything. Actually, there is no plausible reason to be afraid of anything in this world because Parma Purusha, the Supreme Consciousness, is more courageous than the most courageous and braver than the bravest. Those who take shelter in Parma Purusha are therefore bound to acquire these qualities, courage, bravery, chivalry, and so on. Once endowed with such qualities, what is there to fear? Satya is absolutely fearless. And then he, he, he reads a, um, a Sanskrit saying which says, only satya or truth triumphs and not falsehood. Wherever, whenever there is a clash between truth and untruth, truth's victory is inevitable. And then he said here at the very ending, the only way to progress is to take shelter in satya, or supreme truth. There's no other way. Nothing can be built on the weak foundation of falsehood. And the life of one who has resorted to falsehood, however learned or wealthy he or she might be, will definitely be fruitless. However, the one who follows the broad path of truth, the path already followed by the, the practitioners of spirituality, will be entitled to take shelter in the supreme truth, will surely attain the supreme rank and become one with God. So, how does this work? What is this? So, in the yoga um, concept of morality or ethics, one of the planks, you know, the second plank, is called satya. And satya has two aspects of it. One aspect is to to work for the welfare of others, to think for the welfare. And the second aspect has to do with 
with truth. And here, truth means, is sat. It's based on this Indian word called Sanskrit word sat. And that means the unchangeable, the transcendent. So, you know, there are many things that will will change in this world. Like what is, um, seems to be, you know, bedrock truth, you know, it won't be tomorrow. Even like, you know, geography books have to be rewritten over and over because the boundaries of nations change. So those are kind of like a relative truths, but there's some kind of absolute uh, entity, the absolute truth doesn't change. So the idea is that a spiritual practitioner should adhere to to truth in, in different spheres. So there's different concepts of truth. One is called ritta, and ritta means the exact word of what you say. You know, when you say this, you say that. And satya means to um, you do it. You're doing that ritta, but with the concept of benevolence there. So that means that suppose someone with bad intention comes to your house and he wants to break in and and they're looking for some your little brother, and they said, is, is this guy here? And they said, no, he's, he's not here, he went to camp, you know, he's not here. It's not true, but it was for the welfare. So that's satya, but, but in general, that people should adhere to truth, and they should think for the welfare of others. And if they don't, what happens, here's what happens, and here's why the, the story always ends um, badly um, for those who, who transgress. The thing is that when you, um, are following satya, when you're following the truth, you're inside, you don't have any qualms. You know, you say, yeah, I know, I'm doing the good thing. And outside you're saying the same thing. So you, what happens is you're, you're, you're thinking, you're speaking and doing are in a line. They're straight, you're straight, you're straight. But a person who is thinking one thing, saying another thing, and doing the third thing, is completely crooked. And when it comes to combat, and this is the reason why um, Rama defeats Ravana in this story, uh, and you know, so many others, who even sometimes the, you know, David slays Goliath, or what, whatever, so many, some of these stories are historical, they could be mythological, it doesn't matter. But there's also an important truth here, that when somebody is fighting, the fight doesn't always go on the, on the physical level. The fight is also in the mind. So in your mind, if you if you're you're outside, you're very you're built with armor, you're very strong. But inside, you you say, yeah, I know, I cheated the people, I I got crooked, I did this, and you, and you're you're shaking a little bit inside, then that gives you uh, that puts you at a disadvantage in a fight with a spirited opponent, someone who's saying, no, I never harmed anyone. You know, I'm fighting for the good. I'm fighting for you know, the right of, you know, my people to survive or something like that, they have a, a noble cause. So if someone has a noble cause, they fight with more spirit because there's no division between, them. they have straightforwardness. So that's why um, if you follow satya and you, you keep that straightforwardness of your thinking and your uh, speaking and doing in line, what happens is that, that you, your willpower increases and, and also you develop kind of like a, uh, it's called ojas in Sanskrit. It means like a, a, a light, a vibration of, 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 of all-around goodness develops in you. And it's, it's, it gives you spirit. It's a spiritedness is what it is, this ojas. So someone who is, doesn't follow the satya, who's completely crooked, will never get this kind of, because the mind is already, he's not following straightness, so that, that not, it's not lined up. And that is the reason why 
these holidays are celebrated and that is the reason why sometimes the little people defeat the big people because the fight is not just on the physical level it's on the, the psychic level so this is the the reason why um all of these holidays are you know based on that you know on on, on good defeating evil and so in this world though people will say yeah but I see the, the lying, the cheating, the person there on top of the world now, you know, and they're, but that's temporary. So that's why there's another thing in this, um, in this um, passage which I left out. I said, he says, the falsehood which may exist today will not exist tomorrow. Whatever, whatever comes, goes. So, but satya is something which has, was in the past, which is today, which will be in the future. And satya ultimately triumphs. An untruth is a moving phenomenon, um, and you may attain a temporary victory on its march, but never a permanent one. So in Sanskrit, permanent victory is called vijaya, and temporary victory is called jaya. So falsehood does not win because it is relative, it is ever-changing. And so, so what I say about this, you know, like you say, oh, well, the, um, the cheating person is on top now. You know, uh, I don't know if you've been in the third world help. If you ever seen people, there's no washing machines there. How do they wash? They, they, they're on the side of a river and they have some stones there and they're rubbing their clothes on something. First they put it up in um, a little bit of soap and they, they rinse, get water in it. And then they bring it up and then they push it down on the stone. So what that is, is why I use that image because the people who are sometimes raised up today in their, in their greatness of the so-called greatness, they're going to be dashed to the rocks by the nature, by Prakriti. So that is the reason. So, so good will always triumph over evil. It's, it's destined. That's why my guru once said, sunshine is destined in human life. Sunshine is destined in human life. So this is the, this is the meaning of really what um, that holidays like the festival of lights of deep of all um, and those festivals exist in different traditions but that's what um, is being celebrated but the question comes that we have to in our life we have to put that into practice and we have to follow the path of satya a means to be honest and straightforward and the inside and the outside and the marching in a line and you develop uh, a noble character and, and that noble character is stronger than the, the character of the people who they may be wealthy, they may be famous, they may be even numerous, but if, if their strength, the so-called strength is based on, on a falsehood, they will perish and they will come down on the rocks just like the washerwoman does with her clothing. But the washerwoman here is not the is, is nature, and nature will put these people on the rocks. So that's what's going to happen. Now, you may also ask, but oh, I see, you know, this world is not a perfect place anyway, there's so much injustice. There's also a reason for injustice, and we, we have to do a whole other uh, video on that, a whole uh, video on a, a podcast. So right now, my, pod, my videos are interchangeable with my podcast, which is called DharmaCast, which is a... Um, uh, a podcast platform. I'll put that up on the thing. If you're watching on video, but you want to watch audio sometime, um, you can You can sometimes come to this place, dharmacast.com, and you can just listen on audio. So, so that's my 
my podcast platform and you can subscribe to it there on that website or you can get it on, on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, many different platforms are there where it's available. So, so these talks are on, in video format and they're in audio format. So that is what I really wanted to say. It's very, it's not a long message, I don't think, although some people have asked me to do longer things, but okay, I, I'll try. But I like to keep things short. But anyway, also what I've mentioned before in my, my audio podcast, I can say here that if you have any questions which you want me to address about the spiritual path, then I'm happy to do it. Over here on my left, if you're watching online, is my website, donaveda.com. You can go there, and there's a lot of articles. There's links to my podcast. There's links to videos. There's music. My music is there. So this, this, is, um, this is about what I wanted to say. Okay, we can close out. I'll do it um, with the, the guitar. We'll close out with the, the mantra, which we always open up with, you know, like if you're listening on audio, we, we have always an intro uh, with this mantra, and I'll, I'll do it. One second, I've got a, the guitar, it's right here, I have to pick it up. Okay, so here we go. We're going to sing Babanam Kevalam, or I'm going to sing it at least. It means only the name of that most beloved, only that name of that most beloved. Baba nam kevalam, 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 Baba nam kevalam. Baba nam kevalam, 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 Baba nam kevalam. So that is all, and I thank you for for watching, if you're watching or if you're listening as a podcast, I thank you very much, and I bid, bid you a, a namaskar, which is here, it means I salute you with my mind and all the love of my heart. So I'll see you in the next time, but if you want to keep in touch with me, subscribe to all the podcasts, also to the YouTube channel, and let's keep in touch. And you can send me a message if you have to send a message, but I want to hear from you. But remember that my deepest greeting, that namaskar, goes out to you um, from the innermost portion of me to the innermost portion of you. <laughs>